we will decide who comes to this country and the circumstances in which they come. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to <laughs> Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. The successful candidate is Scott Morrison. It's all about me and him. No, Prime Minister, it's about the Australian people. G'day Sausages, it's G'day Sausages, Australia's <laughs> favourite little podcast about the Australian election. I think so. I'm Will Grant. I think it's internationally actually the best one. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm uh, Roddle in the corner. I'm CJ Josh. And welcoming us today is special guest... Hannah Feldman, how are you going? Hello. Very well, Hannah. How are you going? Good. Perspective doctor. Yep. Let's talk about how well we are for, for 10 minutes, I reckon. Uh, how well are you, Will? I'm very well because this election has been getting into my veins. Yeah. What have we had now? 13 days worth of election? 14? Not really. I'm not really counting. Not really. That, that was a wild it's guess not. in the dark. It's, you'd think, wouldn't you? How many I think days? we've just hit 14. Like this. There you go. And that's with an Easter break. That's with an Easter and break. And two up yesterday. Yeah. But I'm, I'm told that we, we are now in the campaign proper because yes. we've had all, all of our public holidays. You're not allowed to campaign when Jesus was... Um, born or killed. Born or killed or in the cave or anything like or that. Or second born. Also not allowed to ca- campaign when the diggers are... Digging. Um, digging. Dying. But all of that has finished now. But, and then, but you'll have a weekend, which is also very hard to get a cut through. So I reckon from Monday on, it is going to go... Oof. Ballistic, on like because the polls open too. I don't know if you realise. Oh, pre polls Monday, pre-polls isn't it? Pre yeah, polls yeah. open on Monday, so I'm going to get a couple in going. on Monday. Yeah, I'm going to do. Well, I I've, registered. I've, I've allocated first election ever every second day to go and vote. Every second Excellent. day. <laughs> Thank you very much. You don't so, want to look mysterious, like so suspicious. Listener, mm. at, at 14 days into the campaign, whilst it hasn't kicked off properly yet, and supposedly we're about to kick off properly early next week, according to our wonk in the corner, CJ, <laughs> we have a giant bag full of stuff that has happened over the last week to digest, explore, Ooh. cut through, and cope with. We also we brought Hannah in today to explore a little bit about how them young people are voting. Them youths. Yes. Not just because Hannah is one of them youths. Oh, steady on. <laughs> <laughs> but also because Hannah is researching. Wait, how, are we how calling you old? I don't really not know what this I meant company. By that. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> but because Hannah is doing research on how them youths are voting. Indeed. But we'll come to that in a bit. So I've got my list of things. What have happened over the last? Just read week. the list out. Yeah. <laughs> Just read the whole list. <laughs> Table of contents, folks. Okay, number one, I've got this thing about some guy who uh, I, I, my favourite tweet about this was, uh, "Don't drink an RN drive." <laughs> That's cool. This, of course, is a reference to our friend Barnaby Joyce. I you were the minister the responsible. So who were, let me ask the questions here, Barnaby Joyce, let's just play this in a really traditional way. I ask the questions and you answer them. It's like saying, do you believe that Mrs. Smith should vacuum her living room? No, it's not like saying that. It's a specific question. Should they be released? Are you taking them to confessional or do you want the water? Barnaby Joyce, let's just, let's just calm down and ask this question. With the benefit of hindsight, should you have asked 
more targeted uh, questions. Of hindsight, Patricia, I'd win every Melbourne Cup that I ever betted. Okay. Sort of so do you know who the people... You, we're talking about Barnaby Joyce, let me just ask the question. You're just talking Senate over me and it's impossible to interview you. So let's okay. just do this respectfully. The Queensland Labor government, Labor, 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 Labor government, the Queensland Labor government, Labor, Labor, Labor government, the Labor Party, Labor, Labor, Labor Party, Labor, 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 Labor I think I've been quite respectful to you as you've repeated the same thing, but you haven't been respectful to my question. If you're just tuning in, this is RN Drive and we are broadcasting. Across the Asia Pacific, Barnaby Joyce is our guest. The Labor Party were the first people to buy water off this vendor. The Labor Party, Labor. So, can I clarify? Barnaby's now like he's 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 going for Labor, right? That's what he's doing. He's he's actually electioneering for Labor. Seems to be. That's the message I'm taking away. He certainly managed to kick off their. Well, well. There's two things you've got to do in a political campaign. One is get your message through and yeah. the other is kill off the other party's message. And he managed to kill the Liberal Party's messages yeah. for two days Good job. with that absolute train wreck of an interview. And you guys do um, chats with PK, don't you, on yep. in, in other roles that you have. And, and how did she... Professional roles. Professional roles. Yes, grown-up roles. And she seems to be, you know, I only know her from Twitter and what I see on TV. And She's a fucking nightmare. You try and talk over and she won't let you. It drives me crazy. <laughs> I just get in there and I start talking, and she just won't won't let me. You try and talk science, and you just get in there with the labor, labor, labor science, labor, labor science. Yeah. And if you think that's the last time, listener, you've heard that labor, labor, labor. Oh no, I'm making a sting out of that. <laughs> let's let's just wait and see what else comes up, though. You never know. Oh yeah, it could be a competition. But no, she's um this. she's a good interviewer, and I ought to know. I've been interviewed. Um, the thing. We shouldn't forget, though, is this whole point of the water buybacks, which is very complex. Can you can you explain that for me? Because really quickly, uh, yeah, I yeah. can tell you really quickly. Okay, what stopwatch it, is going okay. now. So uh, time's up. When the Labor government was in, there was voluntary buybacks for water, and then the Libs got in and they made it. Um, you had to tender process for the buyback. So it, it was specific people could sell the water back. Yep. So Whoa. that's part of the problem. Um, another part of the problem is that. As, and not often you'll hear me quote Bill Heffernan, but Bill, as Bill Heffernan said, the water doesn't exist, it's in the clouds and it hasn't come down yet. So you're buying stuff from the future that you don't know whether Ooh. it's going to be there or not. There's all sorts of things. Read Sam Maiden's stuff on this in on the in Daily. So just to confirm, does Barnaby Joyce understand this policy or, or deeply, not? I've probably... Ex- no. <laughs> he was the minister responsible for, and just a bit of a declaration, I did work in the department at that time, but not water on what, water. What she's saying is she did used to work for Barnaby. Oh, now my PTSD ticks <laughs> gone. Um, so it's, it is a very complex thing. It is also one that is big dollars, as you can see. One mm. of the problems about this particular transaction is that apparently they were looking for $2,000 per megalitre, gigalitre thingy, and they got paid five. Th- like they came in, this is how they negotiated. They came in and said, we want 2000 They said, we'll give you five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what? We want to give you more. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. What's going on? This is weird. Angus Taylor, the reason you hear his name mentioned it, who is the energy minister at the moment, was originally a director and set up this company that uh, is involved in the transaction. He was not with the company when the uh, transaction happened because that company is now sort of shifted to the Cayman Islands. So there's a subsidiary in Australia though, isn't it, that's owned by the Cayman Islands company? Company, yeah. And apparently, so Angus Taylor's people put out all these uh, nice, strong, legally worded uh, threats from lawyers. 
and none of them been followed up on last I heard. Well, this is the one we alluded to last week because we wanted to see how this one unfolded where Mar- Margot Kingston had been tweeting out about mm. this Yeah, and there sort were some stuff. other people that had tweeted And other people had too, and, you, and Will, as Will mentioned, that one of the accounts had just disappeared and then came back. So there's a lot of um, legal threats kicking but around about it. As you said before, though, CJ, classic bad political behaviour here that if you want this issue to die... Oh, keep it, keep talking keep it about going. it. Just keep or, talking. Or have some stupid interview where everyone talks about how bad the interview was and then we're forced to analyse what the policy is. Yeah, yep. I, I guarantee we wouldn't have been analysing this policy yep. if it wasn't for that interview. And then the Libs came out and said, it's okay, we're going to ask the Auditor General to have a look at this water buyback scheme. Yeah. Number one... Um, you can't ask the Auditor General to do anything. It's an independent body and they make up their own not work a, program. Not at all? Like, not, no. Can you You can make suggestions. Salt? You can, you can <laughs> send in... And yeah. they actually... It's a very transparent <laughs> So you make area. suggestions to pass me the salt? You, yes, you Would make okay suggestions. okay sometime in the future condiments came in my direction via your hand? That's right. They'll put it in the work program. They tell you which ones they're going to follow up on and which ones they're not. This whole in uh, looking at Item water number 12 buybacks, this year, passing the salt, maybe. Maybe. Yep. Um, the water buybacks, Bizzo, was already in the work program. So lay, uh, the government uh, announcing, oh, we're going to do this, is no big deal because it was already in the work program. Right. Um, and also it's a really dodgy thing to start talking about government departments in the caretake period. You, you just, it's, 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 um, it's a new low. Well, it's just something that's more politicised, just another example of the politicisation of the Australian public service. So. The politicisation of to, the But just to help process. the issue, uh, Prue Goward um, <laughs> did, did dive in and describe the Murray-Darling as a terrible river. Um, look, and I didn't know that until she said it. Have you seen it, the river? Well, look, my favourite river in the world is the Amazon because, you know, it's... It's, uh, it's got things in there that'll kill you. That exactly. And them snakes. Yep. Uh, anaconda. Uh, Just one? Dolphins. It's got dolphins in a river. I think that's pretty cool. Freshwater dolphins? Yeah, freshwater dolphins. A long way up the Amazon. They're probably vegan. Really? Also, yeah. yeah, also the river goes 100 kilometres out to sea, which I think is very cool of a river. That's yeah. that's assertive. Yeah, it is. I'm, <laughs> I'm still a river. I'm still a river. <laughs> so that that's not a bad river. Yeah, that's a great river. Whereas the Murray Darling, which is two rivers. I'm sorry, Murray Darling. It is it is the number one Australian river, oh. but it is um, we are not blessed with um, awesome. Uh, I had some great holidays <laughs> on the River Murray, like on a houseboat and that. And but you mean in South Australia? In South right? Australia, that's yeah. just a that's trickle. That's when we there. used to have water in the yeah. in South Australia, but not anymore. But if anyone's going to know what kind of uh, you know ecology and the health and the beauty of a river is, it's Prue Goward. That's right. Well, I anyway. mean, really, that's who I turn to when I want ecological advice or information. Prue Goward. Okay. Other things that have happened in this time. Uh, what what have we got? We mentioned. Um, can't you read your writing? No, no. no. We mentioned before uh, about the campaign being suspended. Um, oh. over <coughs> so, <coughs> convent. Well, there. That's what I want to know. Question. This is an excellent question. Um, so, convention uh, supposedly says that you suspend the campaign if people are um, thinking higher thoughts, like you know, um, the Jesus. What Jesus did for us. What the diggers mm. did for us. So, mm. so it would be gross and muddy to to mm. involve politics in there. But I think that's a load of garbage. I mean, people can think two things at once, you know. Whoa. Here I am eating my chocolate for Jesus, and also here's who I might vote for. Um, I might eating do something about climate change. I don't whilst know. watching television. Yeah. That's three things. I don't know. Do, do campaigns actually really suspend when there's nothing going on, or is it just they have a go slow? I, uh, I, I think usually if they do some sort of suspension, the, the two leaders at least go low. But you don't see them. Oh, they much. definitely went low. At least one of them did. Well, I don't know, but I mean, like a low profile. Oh. Um, 
but the example we had this time of Scott Morrison actually inviting the press into his. So just to clarify, church. inviting the press is that a is that a th- that's what you do when you're being quiet or not quiet. That's what you do when you're not quiet. Okay, just no, okay, but just it's it's not like it's weird. He didn't invite them somewhere personal, private, and deeply important to him, like his church. Oh, oh yes, he did. Oh wait, his <laughs> church. That's right. <laughs> uh. I found that uh, just bizarre in all sorts of many ways, but um, yeah. How hard was it to resist not retweeting that image and making a Nazi reference though? By, with him by his oh, hand in his ear. Only was by killing you. Me. You it were was the only one. Me. You were the only one that resisted. Plenty of other people did. I looked for a while, and I'm like, no one's done it yet. You've got to be kidding me. Come oh, on, you're come kidding on, come me. On, come so, on. so just to clarify, that image is a picture of Scott Morrison making weird facial gestures with his hand up in the air. Uh, and a little might, bit of drool on one side of his mouth. But that might be um, a normal part of his um It's a normal part worship. of that so worship. That's, so, that's look, back down, Rod. I don't think you're allowed I to. Know. <laughs> I, I think that was the least of the problems I of just what was s- going on. No, Absolutely. but worship face is not something that you should laugh at people for. It's like drummer face. Yep. I, I have laughed at people for drummer face before, and that's unfair. And then you tried to play the drums and went, my God, God I look, I look damaged. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> drum, you know the drum. other face you're not allowed to laugh at? Uh, that one. <laughs> Climax face. Yeah, not allowed to laugh at that either. Now I'm thinking Scots. So I'm thinking we're getting two images for the all price of, of one those there. three things: worship face, climax face, and drummer face. It's not their fault. So um, don't tease people for that. Bart Scott showed us all three in one. Yeah, he sure did. And also, the, the, so his church is not. It's I'll, interesting. It's an interesting church. Yeah, I had the pleasure of reading an article that made me go, "Ooh, how interesting!" Because we all um. Bear with me, but I think it's worth understanding this. So there's a, a great piece by a fellow called James Boyce, The Devil and Scott Morrison. Um, and for starters, Morrison is the first Pentecostal to lead a, a national government in the English-speaking world, which I didn't realise. You would have thought in America or something, but I no. would have thought in America. No, he's the first one. Um, and the Pentecostals seek a direct personal experience of the power of God to heal, guide, and transform their lives. Okay. Is this speaking in tongues? Uh, but it does come up. Right. But it doesn't have to. This is the thing. They're very kind of flexible in some ways, but not others. So they're saying they're not really into the written down dogma of Jesus, but they emphasize the personal experience of the Lord, etc. So low down on the Bible and High up thumb, on thumbs the, up for how you felt. How you feel about Hands it. in the air and dribbling. Okay. Okay. The prosperity gospel, which I mistakenly thought was core to it, isn't always. Okay. So it's not always prosperity gospel, and he might not be preaching that. But um, his church is Horizon. And they, as here's how they put it. They say, Jesus is the center of our church. We preach Jesus. We worship Jesus. We love Jesus. They're also obsessed with the devil. Okay. This is where it gets fun. So <laughs> Satan to them is not an abstract idea, but a highly personal fallen angel who through his ability to manipulate and direct non-believers largely runs the world. Like no, the no, well, world. this is true. I'm, I'm up to like um, episode five or six of season two of Sabrina right now. Yep. And the Dark Lord is is very, it's physical mas- manifestation. Yeah, yeah, that's so. it. Pentecostal and Sabrina. I've watched Luther. Same. Same, thing. same thing. Same thing. So if you're baptised into his church, you're personally conscripted into the struggle between the forces of good and evil on earth right now. It's real. So the devil is powerful. He's on the verge of defeat. Only God knows exactly when Jesus will return to banish him. But most Pentecostals seem to believe the end of times is upon us now, like it's happening kind of now. But what had they in the fifties? Did they say in around two thousand and twenty? I don't know. It'll I don't happen know. now, it's a good or question. is it just continuous now? Look, I I would suspect the latter, but mm. apparently they very much believe it right now. And the important thing here is our prime minister is deeply, he's up to his beanbag in it and then beyond. So they all sign up to this particular group, uh, the Australian Christian churches, which used to be the Assemblies of God. Yeah. Um, and so there might be different churches, but they all sign up to this core statement, which says 
this is a quote, the personality of the devil who, by his influence, brought about the downfall of man and now seeks to destroy the faith of every believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is, they have to affirm that belief. The devil is here and doing it. Um, people who don't accept Christ are depraved and without spiritual life, and they are destined for eternal torment. Um, they contrast strongly between those who are consigned to everlasting punishment and themselves. So they're pretty hardcore. And so they're saying basically for Pentecostals, their whole life is defined by their belief and their personal experience with God. So when people say it's none of our business and we shouldn't be getting into his religion, mm -hmm. balls. Oh, balls. Uh, mm. Oh, balls on that one. It's Agreed. absolute balls. And so they're saying... Um, but, 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 but... I, oh, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. Someone has to play devil's advocate here. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got you. Well, you're, the, you're part <laughs> of the problem, pal. Oh, I, I know you're I'm part of the problem. You're the problem. Put well, a black mark there, friend. Yeah. Look, he has been uh, part of governments for six years now and fairly prominent there and being prime minister in those governments. And he hasn't done anything that is clearly about, you know, fighting the devil. Okay, let's get into that. Let's go back and look at his voting pattern and his, his oh, opinions look. on no, but this safe all fits. schools and all these sorts look, of things. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I accept that. I accept that. I accept that there's a whole bunch of things that. Uh, that He's not going to come pattern. out and say, we're going to have National Devil Day, is he? Well, uh, he wouldn't want National Devil Day. He'd want. Well, it sounds like the devil National Non Devil Day. Non Devil yeah, exactly, Day. Exactly. Non Devil Day. But he's also. That, so this, this actually fits into the whole, the whole thing because there's a central paradox of the way they do it, which is basically if you really believe it and your boots and all Pentecostal. Jesus behind everything. So you can flip-flop and do whatever you want because your eyes on the prize, which is the end game, which is banishing Satan back to hell, yep. the war on earth. So they say, that, I love this quote, Pentecostalism is in fact the perfect faith for a conviction politician without convictions. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Nailed so, it. Yeah, I know. So they're saying, oh no, you can't, you know, the, the, the leading scholars say, look, the flexibility of Pentecostalism is the key to its cross-cultural success. Oh my God. So Jesus, no matter what, is always in charge. So policy changes, loyalty realignments can all be proclaimed with self-righteous certainty because the proclaimer knows Christ is always present. So that's how he can be enthusiastic about. Is, is this back like? Well, is this like uh, Nixon? You know, when the president does it, it's, it's, yeah, not, it's, not, it's a not a crime. Yeah. Uh, it's not a crime. So yeah, we're, we're, whatever, Jesus is always there. It's what, always whatever about I Jesus. did. Jesus wanted me to do, and it was the right thing. And they're saying also, like they're smart enough uh, 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 from a Pentecostal perspective. God knows the enemy would exploit the fact that Australians would fear too outwardly an enthusiastic believer. All right, let's ask uh, some questions though about yeah. um, Australian voting behaviour yeah. because uh, we have had atheist prime minister. Um, both uh, mm. publicly acknowledged and uh, clearly private, uh, which which puts us out from a lot of Western countries. I think that's a that's a pretty rare thing. I, I don't know how many people in Australia actually vote uh, significantly with religion in mind. In fact, I, I think I saw a study um, came out the other day, um, you know, describing Scott Morrison as one of the people. But <laughs> only I think it was only seventeen percent of Australians um, regularly go to church. So is it seventeen? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of different us. definitions. But then you've got to look at the fact that before they, when Parliament sits, they have a prayer before they start. The deliberations of the day yeah. when that's the just new, habit. No, the new when the new um, uh, session starts, like yeah. your summer session starts, your winter session starts, whatever. Uh, they all go to church together and do that, which I think is really off. By prayer, do you mean they sit there and go, "Oh my fucking god, another session of parliament"? Yeah. That's oh, not that's a prayer. <laughs> no, they do. They do ask for blessings, with that. and that that's that's a a common thing around Australia. I, I don't agree with it, but for someone that's for a country that's supposed to have a separation and church and state and it's not very separate mm. um well, on I, the whole it hasn't bothered me much i just think when it, i mean there's a lot more detail in this particular piece but the more i read about it the more i thought oh this is interesting because it's whether you like it or not 
to try and deny, like, what did he say? No, the Bible isn't a policy handbook, etc. Mm. Um, there's a better quote, but that's basically what he said. So he he's he say he claims his policies are derived from you know normal, sensible stuff. But the reality is, if he truly is a subscriber to this religion, and apparently he got talked out of going to Bible college when he was in his teens, mm-hmm. he met his wife when they were teenagers at church. They got married at twenty one. Like he's allowed to have all that. I'm not saying he shouldn't, but to deny that it has a strong impact on the way he makes decisions is balls. Well, he often he he often refers to his faith, and I mean, I think that the thing I'm annoyed about at the moment is that there haven't been more questions about the background of some of his policies, considering that he has literally opened the door to his church and his beliefs yep. by asking the yep. media to come in. Now, normally people stay yep. away from yep. all of Fair that. Yep. I reckon the minute he said, no, come along and you can take a photo of me, you know, doing my worship and stuff like that. Okay, you've opened the door on that topic Absolutely. and we can ask you questions about that. Yep. I think he sounds like a brainwashed cult member and I don't want that as my this prime minister. This is a concern and it's it's a clear reason why, for example, they can, throw, they can kick uh, climate change concerns down the road yep. because God's plan if it's end of days, and I mean, I've seen extreme examples of this represented in the Pacific, Pacific Islands, where people have gone in to try and say, look, uh, these are all the problems that, that happen when um, the, the waters start to rise and they show images of destruction, etc. And one group, I was like, we were talking to Christine Milne about this, in fact, years ago, you and I, William. Oh, indeed, indeed and, we and, were. And she said, um, oh yeah, we, we went and told them all about the problems that are going to happen and she looked across a sea of smiling faces and they all said, well, that just means the rapture's coming. So, you so we'll be taken up. And this is, it sounds fanciful and it sounds like I'm being harsh, but if people literally at some part of their being think, uh, in the end, look, God will sort it out, that doesn't make me comfortable. You pref- you'd prefer someone that would not have that as a, it's a, it'll all be okay because this is the nice apocalypse. Yeah, and, and, and right. you basically turn everything around and say, well, in the end, look, we know Jesus is always present and Jesus is always doing it. So no matter what happens, no matter how it pans out and what we decide, it doesn't matter because, you know, God is my co-pilot. Mm. That does not make me feel relaxed. Okay. All no, right. I'm not. I'm not comfortable. Yeah, I'm vaguely more stressed now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I noticed you, your, your face definitely changed. <laughs> Will was giving us the whole yeah, but in his defence, look, and then he suddenly went, yeah. oh, hang, oh on. hang on a minute. <laughs> All the children. It, it was interesting. On Good Friday, he actually went to a Catholic church in Punchbowl, and there were just a few, you know, snaps of that. And yeah. at the same time, Bill Shorten was out at the Salvos, handing, doing food parcel things on Good Friday. Yeah. So, but they were just sort of not like campaigning. Photo op-er. Not campaigning. No. They, they, they were more. Fo- they were more photo ops. What I guess what it really photo op, not campaigning. That's just what you do because you're used to it. Don't you? Every time you hand out stuff to the elderly, you take photos and every time on Twitter. I think the difference is there were no policy announcements. That's true. Oh, that's and I think that makes a difference um, because then it doesn't get yeah all the argy bargy doesn't start going back and forth about whether it's a correct policy or not. So they sort of do that sort of thing. Yeah, I think if you were. my advice was certain certainly to candidates not to do a knock on Good Friday or <laughs> Anzac Day morning. In the afternoon, seems to be okay. But when not everyone's the drunk. Well, I figured everyone's paying two up anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, if you want to. Are they really? I don't know. I don't know. I've never played it. All right. Okay, that's good. Um, it's not so good. You seem sad no, now. I'm sorry. No, it's not good. I'm, uh, <laughs> I've made Will My sad. apologies. I was just talking. Um, so we mentioned before a little bit about um, demographics there, which I think is the interesting, well, one of the interesting ways you can analyse the um, uh, Scott Morrison turning up in, in church. So Rod looks there yeah. at, at how it might affect his policy framing. Um, then there's the politics of it. You know, is that likely to convince people to vote? Um, I think mm. I think Australia is not a place that is convinced by religious conviction. Um, Unless you already were, I don't think it's going to sway you across any fences. Not at all. Yeah. And I think and I think those prob- those people probably um, already are voting for the Liberal Party. Maybe. 
but I do think that – I don't think it has a huge impact on politics. But I think, I think the interesting thing where I want to go here is looking at demographics in Australia and understanding mm-hmm. how we are primed for this election. Now, some uh, results came out just the other day from the AEC, the Australian Electoral Commission, that the headline takeaway was that this is the biggest enrolment uh, we have ever had. Yeah, nearly as big as India. Give or take uh, orders uh, of magnitude. Percentages. Yes, yeah. but percentage-wise, percentage, <laughs> percentage we're kicking goals. What are we up to? Did we 96, wasn't it? Yeah, something, something, something good. Slightly higher, I think. Yeah. More in the 97, 98. Of eligible yeah. voters actually enrolled. Mm. Enrolled. Yeah. <laughs> Total enrollment, yeah. So why why are we so high at the moment? What's what's going on? <gasps> Hannah, do you know what's going on? Well, like, part of those demographics is that we also have the highest youth enrolment. Um, and that's the sort of area that I look at. And I think you really hit the nail on the head with the plebiscite, right? Because people care about issues mm. at the moment. I think that's the biggest change that we've seen over the last, give or take, 30 years or so. People don't really care about going to church. People don't tend to join their union anymore. Yep. Those kinds of, like, um, you know, citizenry type mm-hmm. um, behaviours, not so popular anymore. Okay. But well, issues, yeah. plebiscite gets people involved, doesn't it? Yeah. And not only was it an issue, but it forced us to get out there and actually do something in principle. And 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 I think a key thing there, getting a new group of people involved in politics and yeah. saying, oh, we can make changes to society. Mm. We get, that can be something we can do. I'd also like to say, though, I do not advocate having another plebiscite like that because it was horrible. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And it was horrible and it hurt lots and lots of people. Yeah. And but, but the positive we can take from it is that a whole lot of young people... In the people end, democracy <laughs> was the winner. So, so what, does, what, what does this mean that people care about issues more so does it mean well okay one question here is this all of society moving towards more of an issues focused or is it young people coming in and they're and they're not they're not a tribal group whereas their parents might be still labor or liberal or national voters but they they're like no i don't care about your tribes anymore i'm i'm more focused on the river or climate change or um, gay marriage or whatever it is well i think there's still tribes right that care about the river yeah there's still tribes that care about um, same-sex marriage or whatever it might be. Mm. It's just that those tribes aren't very hardline politics anymore. Yep. Um, and this has started not necessarily just with young people, but predominantly with young people. I think I took issue with the, well, you're a youth. Oh, I'm sorry. Earlier, because, you know. <laughs> what, what, what is the definition well, of young people these yeah, days? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm I'm a millennial. I don't say that out loud in company very often. Technically, I'm a millennial too. You know well, we're recording this. Well, that's right, this. yeah. So, people, I mean, the oldest millennials are in their Teenage late 30s. What, you know? what, what, so, so tell me, explain to me, mm. what is a millennial? Because I have a problem mm. with these definitions of what of, What's a millennial? What are, of, of generation X's and millennials mm. and baby boomers because they, sh- they shift all the time and it annoys me. They do. The, the current sort of best, best approximation is that millennial kind of spans between Y and X. Mm. Um, you're sort of looking at early 20s to late 30s aged people being called millennials. So yeah. what's that? Like born it in... It, me, I'm 39, so born, therefore yeah. I'm a millennial. And nine quarters. I'm also on the cusp of Gen X too. Yeah. I, I get uh, some of the cool bits of Gen X and not all the terrible... They were such a cool generation. Fuck yeah, we <laughs> are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Speaking as a, yeah, ex, are you uh, pandering here? <laughs> only yes, to one of yes us. Yes, I am. <laughs> only to one person. <laughs> yeah, there's only one extra um, in the room. So you know, we're talking about people that are born from the early '80s kind of time right yep. through to the early '90s. These are not people who are voting in their first election. No, but no, no, not now, right? No. So all this millennial bashing, and uh, we're talking about a new group of people that are actually a bit younger than that, sort uh, of. Um, yep. Because this is the first yeah. time people born in 2000 can actually vote. Yeah, These, the, yeah so, so one That's of the definitions I've, I've heard of millennial is, is came of age 
at the millennium. So oh, that, right. So they're, so so they're 18 mm-hmm. at, 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 at 2000. Right. So it's and when so, you come of age. Yeah. So, okay. that, so 1982 is the sort of end of that. And, and, yep. and that these sense. people that are voting now, I mean, this is 2019. So there are voters who are born uh, not quite post-September 11, 2001. Mm. Close enough. Though. But mm. close yeah. enough. Close. You know, people people yeah. that were born then, which is a very, very different world. From oh, hell wow. yeah. It's like people in The Walking Dead who were born after the apocalypse first hit. Uh, oh, it's exactly spoiler. the same. It's exactly the same. I know. <laughs> Spoiler, yeah. <laughs> 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 to be honest, I was reading. I was reading something the other day. It was uh, it was an application for something, and and someone was born on September 11, two thousand and one. And of course, people were. And it's just. Do you, wow. do you feel like your birthday wow. gets a little eclipsed at times? It does. Yes. Yeah. I would. Hey, my birthday is New Year's Eve. I feel that. I feel. Oh, like you got God. robbed. See, I'd be more upset if I was conceived on September. You got to let your tension out somehow. That would really bother me. That's a bummer, but, isn't it? But in fairness, who goes around and says, uh, "Mum and Dad, I've done the calculations and when 40, did you 40, do it? Forty weeks. I want to know. I want to know. Oh God, no! I, I I did that, and like I was did, I was so upset when I, it was Mum's birthday. What's well, fair? Yeah, nice celebration. Well, fair. Yeah. Well, so you're the product of a happy thing. There's a lot oh. of there's a big okay. story there, there's but we won't go there. It's a bit to unpack there. Why, isn't why do you reckon people are shifting to uh, issues rather than tribes? Well, I mean, if, 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 you know, a, a packaged tribe of Labor versus Liberal sort of thing. I'm not particularly sure about that. I think it's this trend that um, you know, you're always going to have voters that are impulse voters that have that are going to just go with what their parents have done. Yep. Um, mm. And right through to the other end of the spectrum, whether young people or not, you're going to have people who are much more informed about the choices that they're making. And we live in a society now that has much better access to information, to people, to the kinds of bubbles that we're already existing in anyway. So those tribes that you're talking about, where we might have met the people in our tribe, like, I don't know, town halls and um, and union meetings, that kind of thing, they're just taking place in different areas and those tend to be sparked out of an issue yeah okay um, yeah. okay and, and so people could follow you know for example they could follow all climate change sort of stuff on social media and be really invested in that yeah. um but then not not be reading those mainstream newspapers mainstream news that will give them a bit of climate change news and then a whole bunch that's of right. other, other things as well that, right. that they're asked to care about yeah i think it's like the corner pub you know like the, the corner pub people used to go after work and so-and-so had his spot and so-and-so had his spot and all the rest of it and this is you know the, while the, the ladies the, were at home cooking dinner well, Pretty much yep. while the ladies were at home yep. cooking dinner, mm. but there's six o'clock closing and all this. And and it was very easy then because that's where all those things were kind of nutted out and argued and, and you didn't go to that pub because it was if you if you weren't a unionist, you didn't go to that pub because that was a union yep. pub. There were a lot yep. of union workers that went there and, and they sorted themselves out in that kind of way. And I think I, I've always thought of of um, I've said this to Will before, of Twitter as just like one great big long front bar. And <laughs> you go in and your place is kind of there. This is these are the people you hang out with, you know, at this time of day so and so is going to be there you can have yeah, a chat yeah. about this and those topics will be mm. being discussed but then, but then mainstream newspapers would be uh, a rough coverage of a, all a, of it well, they should be a rough much coverage of it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's much of it they should be they should be but they were i think they, they were, were. Oh, no, no, they they were. definitely were yeah. they were you know they didn't cover the extremes but they covered most of the most of the middle yeah, there. so a little yeah. bit of everybody in, in between the racing section and the sports section at the back and the page three girls at the front yeah and then in there somewhere, there'd be news. What's news? Yeah, exactly. So what are the issues then that are um, motivating young people? Um, I don't think it's easy to generalise what kinds of things people yep. care about, but the, the shift away from some of those classical forums tends to be very, um, you know, kind of progressively society-focused. It tends to be 
this um, assumption that young people are all greenies and lefties and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It sort of comes to fruition because a lot of the issues that it's easy to switch to tend to be around, um, you know, politics around purchasing and Mm -hmm. and boycotts and protests and that kind of Mm. stuff. And that does tend to be associated with the left in ways that kind of classically looked at this. Younger people are much... uh, um, more in their education, you know, like just going to school, of learning about advertising, mm. learning about mm. recycling. I can remember uh, nieces Absolutely. coming home when they're like five or six and going through all your plastics and things and, you know, plastic shaming you in the house because you had too much. And, mm. or, you know, that education has been mm. there for a long time. Don't invite those kids back. I think that's really interesting, you know, like um, this idea of if you asked all of those people, those young people in your lives, are you a politically active person? They'd be like, yeah. You know, I go to protests, I buy these particular brands, all the kinds of behaviours that they're talking about, they see themselves as political people. But the way that we've measured political engagement up until very, very recently has not included those things. So it's all all, mm, membership of political parties. very, very like that. So what we're kind of talking about is this group of people who think they're involved and then get told from all angles that they're not actually politically active people. Mm. And, you know, no one likes to get... And they're lazy because all they do is click things. They're not doing anything about it. They're not getting out there doing something. Um, Uh. And, you know, no one likes to be involved in issues that they don't feel like they can make a difference to. And that goes exactly the same for politics. So you've got this horrible circle of young people being told they're not doing anything, so they go, oh, well, maybe this isn't for me. Mm. And they take a bit of a step back and then people go, see? You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. millennials. You're not doing anything. Yelling about it. Lazy when they're doing it. Lazy when they're not doing it. And they're always tweeting about it anyway. Exactly. (laughs) And so the paper site, this horrible postal survey situation, is one issue. It's this really excellent example of an issue, single issue platform, where young people have gone, right, I can do something about that. Enroll to vote has these flow-on effects. Now we're seeing a huge mm. number of these yeah. people who are still here to participate. I think that's really fucking awesome. I'd, I'd yeah. say as well, you know, yeah. obviously some of the clearly youth-oriented political movements over the last year after the plebiscite have been the climate strike as mm. well. Absolutely, uh, oh, uh, those kids in, are inherently youth-focused. Now, obviously, only a fraction of, a fraction of them will be able to vote in this election, but they're um, going to vote any. in the next but they, one. But they a lot of them will Absolutely. be voting the next time. And, yep. and, and I think there's a huge parallel in the US. So not an issue that that floats here. But with the school strikes over gun control, Guns, yeah. um, that very much these are these look are at the difference it made. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm no, sorry. no, no, but problem, it has. Though, but it? see, That's look what you problem. just did. Yeah. I'm not picking on them. I'm picking on the US political system there, and I'm yeah. not having a go at the mm. people. I'm not saying don't protest. I'm saying how annoying it is, mm. as we talk about on G'day Patriots regularly, the US podcast. Um, even these major movements, youth, old, young, uh, mm. rich, poor, don't care. It's amazing how they peter out so quickly because the next horrible thing comes along. Yes. Well, all you need to be in a, is in a country like New Zealand where you're actually able to take action on guns straight All away. countries should be made smaller, I agree. Well, they, had, <laughs> yeah, they, well, they, didn't, they don't have states and that's, that's the big thing with New well, Zealand. Well, just, yeah. just to put this on the record, and I think I've said this with James Cahill over on Good Day Patriots, and just for the record, Abraham Lincoln made a huge catastrophic mistake in enforcing the union to stay together. But anyway, that's a different topic. Oh, wow. He's going to drop that. That, that would away. be like a two-hour a two episode <laughs> yeah, on Good Day Patriots. But anyway. So, so coming up in the election, so we have heard often that climate is the, the huge element to this mm. election, but that we haven't seen political parties actually talking about it. No, I've noticed that. It's, it it's interesting, when you were talking about the water buybacks before, one of the things I've, I've noticed on Twitter is you'll see people have changed their handle to have the little water the droplet, drop, the yeah. little droplet on it, as water being a... 
Yeah. Yeah, as being a key. Thanks to Simon Holmes a court. I saw that open tweet. Started doing that, and um, Kate McClimate, who is a very good investigative journalist, who's got right into the New South Wales ICAC, and she does all those kinds of stories and that. And she's been right. She was saying, you know, it's really interesting because. this water issue, it's a bit like education. It's like uh, education and health. Everyone and and labour with the cancer pol- the, you know, cancer treatment policy. Mm-hmm. This one, everyone can understand water, and so it really mm. affects them. And especially if you've been in states that have had um, huge restrictions, yeah, um, you you really you really understand it. Mm, it's real. Yeah, and they will. They will get. I think it'll um, activate a lot of. But people. it gets forgotten fast. Like if we go back to that, where Toowoomba was basically running out of water, and they were talking about putting in a full recycling plant for black water, aka poopy water. And then it flooded. people were voting against it, and I was saying, and, and I still think this is the case. Until you turn on your tap and dust comes out, people will still stick to certain crazy positions, even though it's clear that shit's going really, really badly as well. Like let's. I'm, I know I'm being the voice of negativity this time, but balancing that out. Mm. Don't underestimate our ability to stick our fingers in our ears and go la 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 la, even when it's right in our faces. So, is this a climate change election? I mean, water clearly Hopefully. is a, a thread through there, um, and a lot of rural electorates are thinking a lot about water. Water is a climate issue. Can uh, I quote Pauline Hanson on it? You, you, you can I want to know. You can on climate. Understand. Yeah, no, I want you to quote that, <laughs> but I want to know just quickly: is this a climate change election? Yes. I no. I don't think it is no. everywhere. Okay. I don't think it is everywhere. I think it is in Canberra. Yep. I think in the ACT it is. I yep. think it is in South Australia. Yep. And I think some some, some parts of Queensland. I, I would say some some electorates, some of those blue blue ribbon uh, liberal electorates like Wentworth oh, and things in, like that, in, it in, might come up there. Yeah. Um, in those look, realistically, it's a climate change election for people who can afford and have the time to think about climate change. Well, and then there is the Adani issue, so stuff like that. Hannah, is it a climate change election? I, uh, I think the young people... You know, you've seen this really beautiful example of young people getting attention, let's mm-hmm. say, not necessarily mm. creating the kind of difference that, um, you know, a perfect world sort of situation might have, but definitely people si- sitting up and paying attention to that group of people, and I think that will carry through for, for under 25s. There is actually, I think there's another climate strike. Uh, it's like May 3rd or May something. May 3rd, yep. So that's before the election, there is another climate strike. Oh, which, the which responses are going to be fascinating uh, yeah, from I, the politicians. You know, in the wow. middle of an election campaign, wow. seeing how they spin it. You kids should get back in school. The only thing you're learning is how to go on the doll. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right, champ. Drives me wild that one. Drives yeah, me yeah, wild. Yeah. You know, if I you love think well, seeing them out there. what 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 is a more important yeah, thing to learn? And I think Greta Thunberg over in um, in Sweden, who started the whole movement, you know, saying what is the point of learning if uh, you're not going to do anything about climate change? I think still that she's an alien. Me. All I got to say on that one, God's driving me crazy lately. Seeing people going, isn't it great that someone with Asperger's has been nominated for a Nobel Prize? I'm like, have have you met a scientist? <laughs> 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 and have honestly, you read the list before? <laughs> and, and I do not think her greatest claim to fame is she has Asperger's. I did not know that. Absolutely not. No, no, no. What the fuck are you talking about? For the about? community, I think I think um, there there is a community of people who are very proud of her. And well, oh, good. there should be, but in, in fairness, yeah. they're, they're not underrepresented in the Nobel Prize community. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. <laughs> My favourite Greta Thunberg quote recently is um, standing up at the UN and going, "I'm not sure if my English is bad." Because you don't seem to be understanding what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Went in a really different direction. She was talking to a a Pommy guy. I found this great little tweet. Um, He's saying, what do you think about uh, Channel 4 News? What do you think about how we're going with um, environment and climate and stuff in the UK? Uh, Quote, "Your, your carbon account is creative. Your airport expansions, your new coal main, your shale fracking are beyond absurd. 
And apparently that's her standard thing. She just basically kicks the living yep. shit out of people. So she good. says exactly what she's, she reckons. She's honest. How yep. old is she? 16. 16, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It's amazing. That's amazing. Gives you hope, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it's oh, all, really but does. it also it does say, you know, that 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 strong line for honesty and authenticity in politics, mm. which um, a lot of people has been saying is missing around a lot of political engagement around the world. And one person who's been saying authenticity has been missing for years is our friend oh, Pauline oh, Hanson, because she says what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah she tells does. It, tells it like it is. She's yeah. her classic lately is uh, she's de- uh, this is obvious. She denied man-made and climate change is happening, arguing that it's uh, fear mongering. Uh, if climate change is if climate change is happening, it's not because man is causing it to happen. She says there have been changes. What happened to the dinosaurs? How did they die off? Humans didn't create it. <laughs> we have volcano eruptions that actually spew out more carbon emissions, and even the oceans do. <laughs> There's no scientific fact behind it. There's no peer review of these scientists. No, no peer, peer review. No peer, someone, she's heard the phrase peer review, and she's thought it's got something to do with this. I'll throw it it's in. I shit. haven't reviewed anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't I consulted? My Fucking oceans. It's the oceans doing it, you know? Oh, my God. She does base everything on, you know, she saw an episode of the Flintstones or something. That's what that's based yeah, on. About time someone blamed the ocean. But it's, yeah. it's the classic oh, no, climate denier uh, spectrum. You know, you start yep. with it's not happening. Yep. Uh, and then you accept that it's happening, but, but it's not our it's fault. Not our fault. Yep. It's, it's obviously mm-hmm. uh, So this is like the, the five stages doing. of death? Yeah, something yep. like that. So yep. so so the next stage after after that is, um, oh, okay, it's happening. It's our fault, but nothing um, we can but do, nothing nothing we can do we about can do it. It's five stages of inevitable heat death. And then it's... It's happening. It's our fault. Nothing we can do about it, and we're dead already. And we're so. dead. <laughs> Good. Well, I, I, maybe she will be if we're lucky. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. She's all right. She's already made the Ooh. film clip. If you Too were watching soon. this, I have I been conspiracy to death. death. <laughs> no, don't you remember that? She did yeah. that in yeah, like yeah. Back 1997. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. 1997, 98, something like that. Yeah, back when, back when. Uh, well, not when she was a liberal, uh, liberal candidate, but she has, <laughs> she, she has did declared originally rec- sta- stood as a liberal, as candidate. a liberal candidate, and she has declared recently that she has never been a member of a major pl- political party oh, in Australia, so, except for the one that she was. Aside from the facts, this is all balls. Now, <laughs> we will come to fake news in a little bit because there's been a popping up of fake news around, but I did want to continue on our theme of um, the crazies. Um, oh, it sounds like it's my turn to talk about Clive, is it? Uh, I, I did. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Oh, please let me talk about Clive. Yes, let's go Clive. Okay, so there's a couple of things that happened. Speaking of uh, suspending your campaign mm. over Easter and those periods and that. Mm. Did Clive suspend? Clive. <laughs> did he eat the Easter eggs? Clive took out, uh, of, the fir- of the 18 front sec- uh, eighteen pages of the front section of The Australian, which is pro- possibly the only part of the paper you could remotely call close to being news, uh. he took out five full-page ads. And things. My God. Uh. Um, My God. That is a lot of ads. Would it cost him about 100 uh, grand to oh. do that? That's pocket change to that yep. guy. Um, well, who, maybe. maybe. Supposedly. Who knows? He's uh, got as much money as Trump. So More. Yeah, More. and nobody no, knows how nobody much knows. he's got. <laughs> nobody knows. So there's that going on. He also... Was uh, that, the, that one of them featured a photograph, like a, a, a rogues gallery of every single person running... Yeah, everyone running for everyone running for uh, Every his, seat. His, his seats. Which and it, it covered the whole broadsheet. Yeah, both pages. There was this yeah. basically like looked like a yearbook. Yep, well, it should. Why? And Why? and included their so mobile know. phone numbers. Yeah, oh. 
Oh, well, no, that shows engagement and, and connection. So <laughs> How many of them woke so up and went, no, dude, that's not what I had in mind. I wish you wouldn't have done that. His ad spend, isn't it? Isn't it way bigger than both of the major parties? Yeah. Oh, it's double like both I saw of something them like, put together. It's like 30 million or yeah, something. It's, yeah, it's, 30 it's million it's and, they're, and they're sitting crazy. at like five and six million each so far. And he's yeah, claiming that by the end of the campaign, he might hit 55 million yeah. in spending. He said that he will pay his... So meanwhile, yeah. the uh, Queensland nickel workers uh, haven't been paid and this has been going on for three years now. You have to, workers. Wait, you have to pay nickel workers? No. Aren't they the, the fan the, club for Nickelback? The company, um, <laughs> company went bust no. and their entitlements haven't been paid out. Right. Oh. And he owes it. So he said the other day, oh, yeah, I will pay them now. Once on Prime Minister. This is from when he said, I don't owe anybody any money. Yeah. To now, oh, I will pay them. This is sound like the climate change argument. It's pretty much that. <laughs> and then, he, and then the other day, he said, "Oh, and I'll do it after the election." And you're like, mm, "When I'm prime it's, minister, it's like I will pay you." Three million dollars. Look at what you're chucking around. On is it literally only three million? It's like three million. It's, it's, it's not very much. It's yeah. in, in, I don't have three in, million. I don't either. But then if why you do you dress so what, well? <laughs> you're such a snappy dresser. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that going on. Uh, the other thing is that polling came out this last week that showed that Clive Palmer's party are a real chance in four seats. Um, Herbert up in um, Queensland. Yeah. Lindsay. In Townsville, yeah. In Townsville, yeah. Lindsay, which is in uh, the western suburbs of Sydney, which is one that Libs and Labor have gone It's back a bellwether, isn't it? It's not quite a bellwether, no, but it's, it's, it's one that it's, 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 it's right in the middle of the fighting, though. Like, yeah, it's right there. And it's wasn't Emma the, the Lindsay says, test about uh, 10 years ago was was that's where um, both ca- uh, parties were really campaigning hard for Lindsay because that's a marker of where the country is. And Eden Monero. Uh, Eden Monero used to be a bellwether. I'm not s- I've am not. i got to check that because I, I don't know why they named that seat after a car. It's weird, isn't it? Eden? <laughs> the Ford Eden. <laughs> So Lindsay, Runs on water and love. It's yeah. lovely. And Lindsay's up is also another realistic one that they could get because Liberal and Labor have gone back and forth on it. Um, it was Emma Hassar's seat. Uh, mm. She's not running anymore. Um, so that's there. Deacon um, in Victoria, which is where Bill Shorten started his election campaign, yeah. which should be so – you'd, nominally you'd go, oh, it's not 10 10, 11% for the Libs should be okay. No, that's in play. And Pierce in uh, Perth is also another one that he is... And also Senate seats. So Clive himself is looking pretty strong for a Senate seat. Yeah, because he drew number one Uh on the Queensland ballot paper. We, we Queenslanders know the difference of what numbers mean, so no. that doesn't make any difference. What a did, did you know not <laughs> some Queenslanders are different? Um, so some, some, of your, some of your countrymen didn't get a PhD. Oh, what? So, <laughs> and also Clive's nephew drew number three. So, um, Is he in the same party, though? Yeah, yeah. That would be funny if he wasn't. It would be. Fuck you, Uncle Clive. <laughs> Fuck you. So those those will be very So Clive is looking watch. pretty kingmaker It's almost like mm. money can get you things. Look, it's going to be very interesting to see how it it does go because name recognition, as much as those of us who are really engaged in in watching politics and that, a lot of people just get in there, they look down the list, the first name they recognise is the one they vote for. uh, What what, what Clive Palmer really needs is a ballot paper where there's a a yellow box around his name because I think that's the only thing he's got, like that yellow... Yeah, you can't do... 
uh, no, you can't. logos. You no, can only you, you put can't, the name of the party. It's just the name, which is oh, it's very confusing. Imagine so, if you could, though, because then the logos would get outrageous, like the outrageous things just so that people would notice. I've already got a few ideas for ours. Well, they do. I no, bet uh, you have. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've told other, you not to draw that everywhere. <laughs> other, country, other countries do, and there is there is strong vetting of the logo. So India, for example, where there's still uh, still very high illiteracy rates, uh, will give a, par- a party uh, logo. So okay. you can identify it by the hand or the cart or the donkey or the whatever. So, um, Are they the only options? Just different oh, configurations? I think, no, I think there is actually hundreds, just, hundreds of political parties. It's the emoji parties. keyboard. Yeah. Um, I like that. The uh, that Libs have now fun. done a deal, though. I was going to say, preference yeah. deals. Yeah. So the preference deal. Libs have done yeah. snuck in and done a deal um, with Clive Palmer. And mm. that, as much as people will go, oh, this is a terrible deal. Um, don't tell me that Labor weren't thinking about it, especially in Herbert. Oh, so weren't, they, um, weren't they trying to get the unions to well, do the, something? Well, the, their issue, I believe, was, uh, yeah, all... If he paid his workers, he had to pay his workers. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so they got standards. It's a load yeah. of shit. It's so not a matter who's signing up. Whoever signed him up would make me go, eh. Yeah. I don't care whether it's Labor, Liberal or... And, and Scott Morrison's buggers. coming out and saying, oh, we're not doing preference deals with One Nation and all the rest of it. And then you've got... No, he's Michelle. not. He's not saying that. He, he has. He yeah. has. He's said that several times. We're not doing deals. But then doesn't he go straight into, oh, of course, it's up to the states and the and the electorates to work out their own, the local chapters, etc. No, he's moved on from that. Oh, has he? But, but, but Michelle Landry uh, in um, Capricornia? Sorry, just fell out of my head then. Something like I think so. Yeah, like yeah, that. I think Estonia. And she uh, she said straight out, I saw her being interviewed on Sky. She said, No, no way. I'm putting um, Greens last and then Labor and then One Nation. In that part of Queensland, that would be uh, probably sensible politics for them. But that's not doing a deal, that's just making a decision. <laughs> she's well, just, she's they don't have to make a deal, do exactly. they? Exactly. She's just asserting that that's what she wants to do deal this. Okay. Um, all right. We've got preference deals now. Oh, sorry. Um, I just wanted. To, sorry. I'm very sorry. I've just done a, I've done a James. What, what have you just done? That's all right. Herbert was only won by 37 votes. I just wanted to, like to tie in our last two topics of oh, conversation. Well, I want to come to in uh, that. It, does my voting make a difference? Mm, yes, it bloody does. 37. 37 votes. Uh, speaking of, uh, I will come to. I wanted to talk about unemployed in Queensland in a little bit, but one of the other seats that was um, uh, on a very tight margin was Peter Dutton's seat, and he sold his apartment in Canberra. I don't know what that means right now. Is he running away? No, he's going to be earning more money when he's prime minister after the election. Uh-huh. Well, there's. In, I reckon a couple. I saw someone tweet a few months ago. We were Agnes did. Um, she she said if um, a few months ago we would have seen this as a sign that he thought he was moving into the lodge. <laughs> and <laughs> not so much now. No. Um, he is keeping his head down. I think that there will be a lot more poking. You know, the stick will be in poking the bear to get him to actually stick his head up so that they can have a crack at him. No, you know, you know how you know he thinks he's losing. So the piece I just read this morning, he he, does. his quote saying. Oh no! I have every intention of staying. There's no way I'd leave. I may be. I may not look it, but I'm only 49. I have a lot more to offer. That always means I'm out. Is he only 49? 49. Jesus, he's led a criminal life, hasn't he? He then? does. He's a thug. But the, the, every it's like time a picture the, of Dorian Gray or something wrong, in reverse. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, you left the wrong bit in the attic, dude. <laughs> wrong bit. Your soul is somewhere else. But no, whenever they make these assertions like that, you know. Almost if invariably, you know, narrator comes in, but he didn't stay, did he? You know, it's always the next thing that happens. Yep. Well, he thinks um, he's fucked, and he should think he's fucked, and hopefully he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a uh, podcast well, opinion. There, Rod's well, got a lot of feelings about this. <laughs> I just don't like some people. Just no, don't like them. You just don't. No, Need that don't on like a bumper sticker. Yeah. And so Herbert, Herbert being a place of high unemployment. Then uh, we had something about the unemployed in Queensland. I don't have anything about. Oh yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, it's true. I just woke up. Anyway. <laughs> 
Well, well in I fairness, I didn't, like, I didn't uh, eyeball throw to you. No, it's because no, I was thinking about Herbert. I'm like, what? <laughs> when I was a kid, we had a dog, and sometimes when it farted, it sounded like Herbert. So that's what, what I was the, thinking the, about. The, the dog fart sounded like the word Herbert. This mm. is the word salad I live with every oh, week, Hannah. No, this is a true story. True story. <laughs> I don't dispute that that's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, look, flicking through, you know, some stuff, and uh, SBS were reporting on a, a Facebook removing an illegal pro Adani social media ad. And the, the, the gist of it is, I mean, I can read all the details, but I won't. What I love is the, the photo by Unemployed in Queensland. Uh, oh, so Unemployed in Queensland is a, a, a Twitter group. user? Uh, it's a paid advertisement, a paid Twitter advertisement from these people. So they are, what are they? They're a group. There are, uh, un, uh, the, the Union of Unemployed Workers is... Uh, it's a strong union, strong union in Queensland. Well, yeah, I know, but, but it's important that they have representation. So they've got uh, 1,800 followers on Facebook, 1,600 on their Twitter account, and the ad they put up, the caption is great. There's a picture of uh, Tanya Plibersek. Could have been a lot less flattering, actually. Not so bad. Yeah, that's fine. And it says, the, the caption says, Tanya Plibersek, the, wor- the would-be Deputy Prime Minister of the country, thinks that Indians can't create jobs in Australia. So that's their take on being uh, not being pro Adani Indian. Her, she's oh, she's okay. racist, oh, apparently. Right. I was going. What's I had the not put that yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they go. I mean, I saw it straight away because I'm always on the lookout for racism. And um, this is a great one. So basically, because Adani are Indian, they, they've they've turned that these people who are no doubt very pro foreign workers, etc. Oh as well, God. no doubt, no doubt. Um, that's the claim, and so that's caused them some stup. So that's that's what I think is great. However, it's been it's been called out because it's just a load of balls. Also, it's ridiculously rude. Um, yeah, that's it, really. I just can't believe people are doing this. So but there is there are other people tracking um, emergence of fake news around. There's a lot um, going on. Um, the AEC is having a good look at it too. Apparently, the so the electoral commission are getting called in and being asked a bunch of questions about people who are doing this. However, when SBS News tried to talk to this unemployed in Queensland people. They, uh, as they put it, the message was seen but not responded to. So these people aren't prepared to enter into any conversation, of course. And once you've made the splash, you've made the splash. However, does this sway people who already don't think that way? It I just reinforces, it. probably. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's. And it's again, just that. I think I, 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 I uh, what is it? Something isn't it? A, something high like fifteen percent of people when they're voting don't make up their mind until they get in the booth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fifteen, something like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Isn't and that how you're supposed to? <laughs> I make up my mind afterwards. I'm, I, 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 damn it. I, I tick randomly and then I rationalise it By afterwards. The time I okay. Can I do it again? Can I, can I do it again? Yeah, I can find mine. It, I know what it looks like. Just let me grab it. It takes me longer to work out what I'm going to buy off the barbecue. <laughs> really? The nuts. I have sausage. I have sausage. Onion. sausage with onion. Like, like onion you can't on the bottom s- or on the top? Bottom, obviously. Oh, I'm a top guy. Oh. Actually, I don't give a shit. I'll, no, I no, that doesn't matter. I just need enough. The problem is not enough onions. Bunnings have said you have to put the onions on the bottom because some of the onions fall off and people will slip. It's true, they will. It's a hazard. But I have seen sausages uh, lingering around Bunnings aisles and that you can slip on them too. Yeah. So, <laughs> whole sausages. Yes, I have seen whole sausages. You, I didn't. No, no, I slipped on it. Sir. A sausage on the loose is, a, is an amusing looking thing. There's a the name of our next podcast. <laughs> sausage on the loose. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah. For well, fake news, fa- um, I, we haven't actually seen any uh, outside influence um, in the Australian election. There how are people, do you know, people tra- yeah, no, no, uh, nothing has been confirmed yet. Whoa. But there are certainly a variety of fake news things going on. You see uh, photoshopped versions of uh, Bill Shorten holding signs, um, or you know, with a stop the death tax stop, one's stop. the big one at the moment. Yeah, the death tax one. So yep. I think it was um, Andrew Lee. Um, who is a local member here in one of the seats in Canberra, uh, mm. talking about this, saying saying that he he had supposedly posted something about death taxes 15 years ago or something as an yeah. economics prof- 
professor. And then people saying he supported that via um, social oh, media wow. posts. So, social media posts. It was a big. It was a truck on the parkway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as that's, well. That's yeah, a bit big bigger than a social media. Yeah, it was that's a, big that, Twitter. So we can't have billboards here in Canberra, but someone did put it on a truck and parked it on the side of the highway. Oh. Ah, right. I, like, that. I don't. I don't mind. I like, like if people want to get a bit brutal and you know attack people's nose length or their strange choice in pets, fine. But don't just fucking lie about it. It's no. just so goddamn annoying. If you can say whatever you want, there's no such thing as a contest anymore. It's just mm. pointless. Mm. I think. It, it, I find and it that's the good day sausages position on lying. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Don't don't freaking lie, candidates. Do it. <laughs> I've turned um, uh, my Facebook feed. I had a whole lot of uh, um, what are you, extensions on my uh, browser so that I didn't Extension? see a lot of like stuff. An extra buff. Lots mm. and lots of stuff I didn't see. And I turned it all off the other day. My God, what a torrent of. And it was just, it was just <laughs> yeah, all right. Clive Palmer ads. Yes. <laughs> it's just amazing. I just realised what a lovely life I've been leading by having all these things plugged in so I don't see different yeah, right. ads and um, certain things that come up on Facebook and that. And that because Do you know I the other solution? Just, just don't. Just don't. No, no, no. I wouldn't find out what my nieces are doing. Facebook stresses me out. It's too much. Does it's that? too busy. It's too much. Really? See, Twitter's I, just one simple thing. Oh. Facebook's got all these bits. See, that's why I put all the extensions on in the first place. So then you've got to know that bits. they exist. Then you've got to find them. Oh, oh man. There's one that you can replace pictures of babies with cats, and I think that's my favourite one so far. Oh, no. that's like, Well, well nice. there was also, remember, there's... The How does it know, do, like, is it when someone says, here's my new baby, or does it... I'm no. pretty sure it's image... image it's image search. No, yeah. don't you remember? Um, Stop Tony Meow? Yep. So stop turning me out. That was based. That was based on. Uh, that was probably on the old. That was, that was text. A text search. Yeah. Yeah, mm. on the old text, but I've still, still, still got good. it on yeah. one of my on my computer, the old computer, which I forgot about, and turned it up, and then all of a sudden this little kitten comes up, and you go, "Oh my god, it's Tony Abbott! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you're adorable." Uh, um, <laughs> okay. Well, what have we? What else have we got happening at the moment? So we've got how people make decisions about whether to vote for someone. How's that? This, well, a lot of people may have seen this. Um, Madonna King, she works for the Brisbane Times. Yes. Columnist. And there's just a great little snippet from when she was appearing on the drum saying, and she says, I, I was camping at Easter with a, a FIFO worker, fly in, fly out, a factory worker and First various people. Yeah. Fuck in, fuck off. Okay, fair enough. What was the last one? I don't know. Uh, it oh, sounds like the beginning. No, it was, it was no, no, what you, who was she talking worker, about? FIFO factory worker and various people. Oh, it hi, started hi. like a good joke. Like I went to a bar with a FIFO worker, a yeah. factory worker, and you're like, and an what Irishman. Do you got? And yeah. various people. Yeah. yeah, various people. <laughs> what they liked about Morrison is, quote, he's one of us, which already makes me go, oh, God, how do you not kill yourself? Oh, sorry, trigger warning, suicide mention. Um, I said, what do you mean one of us? And they said things like, he wears a cap. What? Uh, I wear a cap. He, so, yeah, so you're like him. He doesn't, me. He doesn't have airs and graces. He even goes to church. I've got airs church. and graces, though. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> uh, yeah, he even goes to church. Now, I shouldn't be surprised to hear that that's what many people would base their entire political decisions on, but I still, every time I hear it, I just go, oh, But again, God. it goes back to the thing I said before, you know, what is it, 17% of Australia regularly go to church, so that's, that is... No, 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 no he wears judge. a cap. Yeah, but they judge, they might not go to church, but they, the fact that he goes to church, they see as being a valuable thing. Decent everyday bloke. What? So I wouldn't do it myself, but I'm glad someone does. No, yeah. no it, means, yeah. it means they're a solid chap. You it's know, like, high you know, moral yeah. standard of some kind, yeah. right? It's spiritual inoculation. As long as there's a herd immunity to being terrible, then your morality is protected. Oh. Now, the idea that it's like he wears a cap, and then I, I think back to all these obviously contrived bullshit cap-wearing things, and I think, who the fuck falls for that? Apparently the people Madonna Kings talk to. Some people. Uh, have you seen the Make America Great Again? Yeah, there was this <laughs> guy. There was this off. guy, yeah. and he did pretty well in, in 2016. What in was America. his name? Yeah, um, Can't name uh, him now. Maga? Doolan. 
Du, yeah. Dulan Tonk. Day and all the Yun Ready. I don't know. I can't remember. But hats hats are quite a big thing. No, but that was the slogan. I mean, this is just like he wears a hat. Uh, All right. Uh, like, I know. I love this guy. He wears pants. He's just like me. <laughs> so, listen, good day, sausage listener. Can you just let us know? Do you vote according to hat, Rod? Are you voting according to hat? Yes or no? Oh, look, I'm thinking about it now okay, that we talked about it. I'll, I'll weigh it up on the day of the uh, hat. Hannah, do you vote according to hat? Yeah, it depends what I find on the barbecue. Oh, look how good no, we are all no. sitting on the fence. I'm a, I'm a fence sitter on hat, hat wearing as well. No, so you're pro hat. I you still can tell by the way you walk. There was there was this great one, and it was uh, Barnaby Joyce. I think early on when he was first elected, say 2000. 2004, 2007, oh, something like that. For that long, is he? Yeah, he's yeah. Senate, Senate first. Senate. And, and there, was a, there was a guy, this was at his, um, whatever, the, the party uh, getting elected. Baptism. Um, and there was, there was a guy standing behind him who had, he had a, a hat with the finger on it. And I just, like, like this is on TV, bird. like, just flipping the bird. And I'm like, that's a great hat. <laughs> <laughs> There's your TV hat. So you're going to vote for that guy, the I'm, guy I'm flipping the bird. Find him now. That okay. for Clive Palmer, probably. Um, oh. Well, just in response to... Um, uh, Scott Morrison being someone who they uh, who people supposedly like. There has been the hash I like Bill Shorten campaign oh out yeah. there on Twitter. Which yeah. also came out of that same episode of The Drum. It was quite an interesting episode. Yeah. Um, they had... Uh, Are you one of these people who actually watched it, aren't I you? I do watch it, yeah. Good God. I like it. Um, I, like, I like Ellen Fanning and Julia Baird hosting. I think they're very good. Mm. So uh, also on that panel was... Kelly, oh, what was her name? Um, Kellyanne Conway? No, 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 sorry. Mary Kelly LeBrock, Atkinson, woman in red. Who oh. used to be the mayor of, Queen of Brisbane. <laughs> Shut up, Rod. Um, used to be the mayor of Brisbane forever. Sally Ann Atkinson. Sally Ann. Oh my God, I was right. Sally yeah. Ann Atkinson. Yeah. Holy shabangabang. And she was, come from. she was the mayor um, during Expo 88. Yes. Together we'll show the oh, world, you fuckers. Heady yeah. times. Yeah. That was very sci-fi. And so she was on it. So they were up in, they were up in Brisbane and that, that was the panel. And out of that, it, it was coming out, well, people just don't like Bill Shorten. And... And, and it's like, but what is it? And so Ellen Fanning was saying, but, but what is it about him that people don't like? You don't have to describe why you don't like someone. You don't have to give a reason for not liking someone. So have I made well, a mistake all those times when I ask people? <laughs> yeah, but that's that. He's just not into you thing. Why don't you like me? Oh, no, no, no. It's a bit different to to, to that. People actually, yes. So oh, that's I, I, where I, it came from. I'm calling shenanigans in, on the whole thing. I don't think people actually have that opinion that much. I think, of, I think of likeage. I think there's a lot of reasons. Of disliking. A lot of like, I think, polls and things yeah, that I don't say know. otherwise. Well, look, okay, there is the preferred Prime Minister poll. Uh, sure, he's not doing that. But I, I don't, A, I don't think it matters that much. But also, B, I think I think this has been whipped up into more of a thing no. via no. certain camps than it might actually be. Oh. So like this, where did this hashtag come from then? So the episode of the drama. So that episode of the same, saying, hey, same I one. like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But I, look, I'm not necessarily convinced it's not true. Just anecdotally, like I speak to intelligent, if not well-educated people who are buddies of mine mm. and they're not pro-liberal particularly or pro-labor. They're pro-sort of often status quo as a lot of voters would be. Mm. And you say, to, and I say to them, this fucking maniac Morrison with his blah, 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 you know, standard ranting crap about conservatives that I don't like. And one of them I, just stuck in my head. He looked at me and he goes, yeah, but Bill Shorten. And I'm like, what, what, what's that question mark mean? Yeah. Seriously. Because you think maybe you don't want to have him around for a barbecue. Morrison should be prime minister. Like, yeah. how's it? Th yeah. And this is not a stupid human. 
This no, 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 that's what things. I can't understand. Yeah. It's sort of yeah, like, well, what too. exactly is it? Like, did he double dip? There is yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the election. That interview he did with his fly undone and, and more. But this is the election that this reminds me of is the uh, George W. Bush, um, Al Gore in America. And, Al, and George <laughs> W. Bush was portrayed as the guy you could have a beer with. Yep. And, and Al, Al, Al Gore was the human calculator. Mm. And, yeah. and that didn't work out very well for either... Um, uh, Al Gore, or for the American people, or for the world. Only by really, 537 votes in Florida. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah. he didn't win, but also the world... Um, Look, it's true, it matters. That's that, the, the most disappointing thing from all this is it matters. Likeability does matter. Yeah. It certainly helps a lot of people. All right. But like, I didn't like Kevin Rudd, but I was glad he won because it wasn't John Howard, and then he apologised to people who we've been shitting on, and I quite like that. If I met Kevin Rudd, I think I'd just want to slap him from one end of the room <gasps> to the other. That's a bit unviolent. No, not in a bad way. I mean that emotionally. 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 Psychologically. But you know what I mean? Like, I I don't think you'd sit down and go, oh, I'm so glad I had a a meal with Kevin. But compared to to John Howard, I'd like, John Howard, I'd like to. John Howard, who has been out on the hustings already. Like, they brought him out. Sad. Day eleven of something he of the campaign. Like early days, early days. Mothballs like that and yeah, absolutely. So, and so vinegar. desperate, um, trotting him around Melbourne. Yeah, big guns early. Yeah, and and I he does have big guns. He's he's the biggest bicep politician. <laughs> and that's the thing we've got to watch is what. Where are they campaigning? So Scott Morrison's been like five times to. Um, is it Deacon? He's been five times. Deacon, to I've I've read in a couple of places is uh, seems to be a centerpiece of the campaign. Like yeah, it. yeah. Is that right? He said it's the a big deal. Yeah. Bill Shorten started there, is that right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he did yeah. his it's, announcement. And, yeah. Yeah. and it's Liberal, like I don't think, Labor have won it uh, once or twice. So they mm. won it um, with Hawke's election in 83 and mm. then with, with Rudd in 2007. But that's, um, that's, it. that's it. So only those elections. Yeah, so, so yeah, okay. what we have to watch is where they're campaigning because the, the more that the Libs go towards... Like they'll they'll come from the outside and go in, and Labor will go go from like the inside of the ones that they feel comfortable in and go out and have little forays. Yeah, mm. right. And mm. and I think that'll that'll be interesting. We we'll have to. I'm going to start. I'll start a map. I'll start. Well, there's a, yeah. Interactive. I'll, make I'll it interactive. Have a little, oh. No, no, no. There's a heat map Talk to already. Greg Jericho. Of Talk where, to Greg, the, he'll do it. where the ABC have already got an in, uh, uh, heat map of where a lot of stuff's going on, so you can have a look at that. But, yeah. No, awesome. just, just nick it and pretend it's ours. Now, <laughs> okay, a couple of things to finish up. The full candidate lists <gasps> are now out. Did you oh, want to have opinions? just passed out. We're just going to have to fan it for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. I've made the most beautiful spreadsheet. I have to say that God's I have got so much empathy now for Anthony Green. <laughs> There's just so much information. It's just massive. When you start to read things, you go, wow, that's really interesting. This is a... An election of uh, – it, it's not a federal election. It's 151 by-elections, I've come to the conclusion. Every uh, single seat is – Whoa. Different? Different. Oh, my like, God. Like so, but, but Are you saying re- local issues matter? No, it's not so much the issues. It's oh, just even, the, stru- oh, even, even yeah. the structure of the seats. So you, you'll get the seat um, where Anne Sudamachis was ousted by the local um, – Liberal Party, they, they they picked someone else. They picked Albie Schultz's son. And then Scott Morrison came in over the top and said, no, I want Warren Mundine. So then that turns into an uh, yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. seat. A, you know, where it's got a dynamic. Yeah, it's got yeah. a dynamic happening to yeah. it. And there's mm. just so many of those. Usually you get oh, like half a dozen that you go, well, that's pretty interesting. Mm. But Now it's everywhere? They're everywhere. Oh, that's cool. So we've had a lot of um, What's your favourite? New boundary. Oh, the Mallee's got something like. Mallee's got something and, like And where is that? In Victoria. <laughs> in, in, in one of those states. <laughs> um, Australia. 15 candidates 
for the um, fifteen. Fifteen for the lighthouse. Anyway, there are one thousand five hundred and fourteen people are running over the Senate and the House. Not just in the Mallee. Not That'd just be in the Mallee. That ten percent success rate is going to be pretty good. Mm. Why? Um, Senate in, in oh and God, this whole vote above the line thing for the or below the line for the Senate. Yeah. You can see why it happens because New South Wales there are 105 people running for the. Jeez, Senate. that's going to be a meter and a half long wow. ballot paper. So there's 105 there. Queensland's got 83. We've got 17 in the ACT, which is pretty bizarre. Anyway. 17. We're like a village. I know. So well, we're all running, obviously, because that's <laughs> uh, that's what we do. You were right to declare. So exactly. there's all of those. Then you get the luck of the draw. This is totally the luck of the draw. Uh. Morrison drew number one. Oh. So what they do is they pull the name out of one. Little Did you see the photo? Barrel. Oh, there's yeah. beautiful the blindfolded photo. tombola. A, a, a blindfolded uh, lady wearing office gear. Um, Getting a tom- It looked weirdly, weirdly sexual. Like it does. It, 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 it's kind of like strip bingo. Is it? <laughs> it did. It did. I'm not, no, I'm going Rorschach on this. I'm going. <laughs> no, I'm finding the picture. It, 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 if you didn't see weird sexual overtones in that, then. Oh, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I see that everywhere. I'm just, <laughs> I just didn't think you would. You're yeah. the woke one. So, so they, uh, the Australian Electoral Commission put out a CSV file of, of all the data in that. And like that's, that's a kind of Excel file for yeah. some people who so are So I put it in a there. nice Excel file yeah. and it's yeah. beautiful. But um, the, the one I like is Rodney Cullerton. The same day that they announced all the nominees and that, the AEC put out a, a media release saying, Rodney Cullerton, now while we can't verify whether someone is able to sit um, or oh, stand oh, yeah. for election. Um, what we can do, because it, remember, he's the guy who was uh, declared uh, he was a bankrupt. He was an undis- mm. undis- undisclosed, yep. discharged, undiscovered, undiscovered mysterious bankrupt. bankrupt. And so, on his application form for it, he has got his employment or his role as senator in exile. Indeed. <laughs> 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 So I too am a senator in exile <laughs> of my own country. Yep, and and so the AEC oh, have said, look, we can't determine whether he's eligible to run or not because that's washing our hands off. of this idiot. Yeah, but but they do have to sign a declaration that what they've said is true on the form, and we have referred this to the AFP. We yeah, Ooh, the, the AEC have oh, referred it to the AFP uh, to have a look at it. Oh, that's great. So I think that was kind of interesting. Like it, it was out within an hour. You know, it's kind That's of great. like, dude, don't, don't uh, and yeah. So there's a whole senator in exile. Don't do it. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so there's a few things like that. Other people, you know, the, the smattering, and I'll have a uh, closer look at it. But Kim Beasley's daughter's uh, Hannah Beasley's running. Um, what do we think of her? She seems to be pretty good. Okay, I'll have a look at that one a bit more. Um, so yes, there's a few interesting things, but I, I thought that it was worth the sheer numbers of people. I think I think ever since uh, oh, yeah. a couple of elections ago, it's that Senate. It's where a lot of weird minor parties can yeah. crop up and and bring back Ricky. Like, well, Ricky, Ricky was Rick, a, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Muir. Muir. Ricky Muir was oh the he seemed like a decent what dude. What happened to he him? Level headed. Well, he just no, did there was time. wasn't he part did of the he? double? No, no, I thought he was the double dissed. Oh, he got yeah, yeah. he well, got double dissed. He got double dissed because he only had three years. I think yeah, yeah, he got double dissed. All right, what else do we have next week? I think we start the debates. Monday is the first debate. Is that Are we debating? Is, so we've got one debate on, between the leaders on seven two. Yeah, seven two. I can't believe Scott Morrison didn't want it on seven mate. Oh. <laughs> like, that would have been. <laughs> 
God, it's going to be awful. Sausage and number and one, I have to find hats. what channel that is on and my telly. And then the other one is Friday week, I think, after that. So maybe in two So wait, when's the first one? Monday. Monday, Monday. Monday. Monday coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the one on Friday week? I think that one's on Sky. Um, oh, yeah, that's on Sky. And then um, wow, that, Channel that 9 have said name. that they want to hold one in the final week. And I just saw uh, Chris Ullman um, tweet before. We've invited the lead. Uh, Scott Morrison said yes, but we haven't heard from... Well, um, wait, are you thought. suggesting he's partisan? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm but it would be, be good to have some debates. And I, I think the debates... No. Oh, well, I think debates should be on free-to-air. I don't think they should be I, on... I agree with that. They should be free-to-air yeah, for sure. Oh it's yeah, fucking criminal. They're not. No, no, they definitely definitely should be. But the, I, I think it'll be quite interesting that the host of Sunrise is, you know, conducting the debate oh on my God. seven two. Freaking Koshy. No, it's not Koshy. It's some guy called Basil. I don't know. I don't Basil. Is <laughs> Basil's not a name anymore? He's probably the like guy that Agatha Christie novel. drives around in. Yeah, like the, you know, Basil's Emplis's TV personality. <laughs> Who is it? Basil's Emplis. Basil's Emplis, sports commentator. Okay. Yeah, it's probably him. I, I, don't, I don't watch sports. So. I don't know. I, I yeah. thought it was the guy in the cash cow. But oh, anyway, oh, yeah, I only watch cartoons. in the cash cow. I've <laughs> <laughs> caught you in the cash cow again. We won't have that. No. Well, it'll be like the uh, Ukraine electing a, a comedian. Oh. We can have our debates done by. How good's that? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I, I don't I was, mean for people. If, if I was in a country that, that was really close to Vladimir Putin and had recently been invaded by Vladimir Putin. What I, we need, right? What we need is, is a funny guy. <laughs> Lighten the mood. Yeah, like maybe look at those tanks. <laughs> if I had a tank like that, I would take over the stores. That's what we're after. And they're all dead. <laughs> look, I just don't know. I'm uh, not an expert on Ukrainian politics, but not yet. Do what you like. You know humor when you like. hear it. Oh, can yeah. we do a Captain Get Up? Just a little. Oh, is there what a Captain Get Up? Okay. Uh, he hasn't frotted anything recently. I don't think I haven't seen him frot anything recently. Um, but get no, up, but well, regular Get Up. Reg regular, regular Get, get up. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will. We'll get on to regular Captain Get Up. Put out this. Uh, you know. You know about my horrible email list. So um, the, uh, Captain Get Up puts out this letter saying research that we have conducted shows that more than seventy percent of Australians knew next to nothing about Get Up, and of those who recognised, only five percent were favourable towards them. So we're putting out a three episode documentary about Get Up. It's kind of like, mate, could you do any more to promote Get Up to the seventy percent that time. you reckon? Don't know anything and about And look, I it. don't want to shock you, but I doubt those figures. Oh, I know, I, I know, watched the first I know. episode. How dare you? I know, I know. I feel terrible. All right. Um, but Get Up put out an ad which depicted, um, you know, impersonator of Tony Abbott on the beach going, quick, climate's changing, climate's changing with someone drowning and Tony eating an onion. Anyway, everyone roundly went, that's a heap of, that's a, that is a crap ad. I loved it. I know you did. Every second of I it. I sent it to you and you're like, this is genius. Pure gold. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't think it's going to play out like that. No. Um, it's offensive to onion farmers. I'll well, give you that. I see, it's, again, it's this thing of of people, 17% go to church, but they don't mind someone else going. And and it's, yeah. it's like Tony Abbott, yeah, oh, yeah, he's terrible. But you can't criticise him because he does life saving. No. That's, that's dumb. And, and, and they weren't. But they, that's it, yes, it didn't work. And, 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 but yeah. it didn't work. Yeah. So, but to their credit, that night they had a new ad out, which probably one they had ready to go. Which do you remember? There was the moment where it was Morrison, Abbott, and Dutton, and they were at a a, a, a forum in the Pacific Pacific Island Forum. Pacific Island. Piffs. And there was a mi a boom mic above them, and they were joking about the water lapping up mm -hmm, to the huts. Mm -hmm. And Morrison's and so the only one who Oh, and Morrison goes, there's a boom, mic, a boom up mic up there. And so they started running that one instead. Oh, that's good. But yeah, that is a good one to do. It is a good one to yeah. do. All right. Any final quick thoughts? 
Uh, About politics or just in general? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, no. Oh, the Libs have got lots of merch. So much merch. Hey, so speaking of merch. Speaking of merch, we've got merch. Oh, we have too. Want to buy a T-shirt? You can buy a T-shirt. Uh, I want to buy a T-shirt. Where do I buy a T-shirt? You go to Redbubble and you Google G'day Patriots, which is a companion podcast. You can do podcast. that or you could go to g'daypatriots.com.au. Oh, no, shit, no, that's another one. Um, g'daysausages.com.au and you can get to it from there. So you can check out um, G'day Patriots on American politics. You can mm. check out The Wholesome Show, a science podcast for people who sit up the back of the classroom. Uh, you find us all on iTunes. Give us a five-star review, that kind of stuff. Six. Six. I don't know. We're on Spotify too. 11 stars on Spotify. Yeah. We're all on Twitter. Yes, we are. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. I've been Will Grant. I've been CJ Josh. I'm at Roddle in the Corner and also... Hannah Philman. Thank, thank you, you for joining us, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. And we can clap along to this one. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. see you next week, listener. to this country and the circumstances in which they come. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. The successful candidate was Scott Morrison. It's all about me and him. No, Prime Minister, it's about the Australian people.